Well, hello out there. This is episode two of the Crone Chronicles. Take four. <laughs> I'm Angela. I'm Lorianne. And today is winter solstice. Sure is. Very special day. Very special day. Yeah, I look forward from the time summer solstice changes over, I actually start thinking about winter solstice. So I'm much more aware, I find, of winter solstice than I am yes, of too. summer solstice. <laughs> Yeah, and for me, I'm more aware because it's it's coming out of the darkness into the light. Yes. Um, and also I'm aware because we're coming into the darkness, yes. right? Yeah, I guess that is what you just... What kind of the... Op for me, it's I already know I've been in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so the 22nd, I'm like, oh yeah, great, I got more light. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I start thinking about it in summer solstice, at the end of summer solstice, because it's like, okay, now I'm heading into the darkness. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I already know I'm in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look forward to the light. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I think, I think maybe even it's a little bit of anxiety for me because we start losing mm. the light. And as a highly sensitive person, yes. I'm like, oh, what is the darkness going to yeah. bring up for me? Or what is it going yeah. to teach me? And... I would say every year, well, usually it's November. Usually November, November traditionally. Was good for me. Uh, me too. This year, November was good, but December had more. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little rough around the edges yeah. at times. So I felt more in, in December, like we were in the thick of the darkness. Yeah. Than, oh, the last full moon kicked me right in the ass. Yeah. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about that with your foot? <laughs> Lorianne and I both love the moon. I, yeah, she, I'm a yeah. huge moon follower. Yeah. Um, and I actually do work with people on the new and full moon. And I often forget my own strategies. Mm. So November's full moon was not very friendly to me either. And then leading up to this full moon, I'm like, for God's sakes, Lorianne, you know the strategies. Use your own strategies. Mm -hmm. um, but I couldn't. I couldn't navigate through the energies, even using all the strategies that I do have. Mm. And you and I talked quite a bit leading up to the new moon, but I was crying at the drop of a hat. I just couldn't, I hadn't had a moon affect me like that for a long time. I really felt not that I was going deeper into anything or not like I was coming out of anything, but I just, I don't even know how to explain it. It was, so much grief, I guess, probably is mm. the best term that piled up for me. Mm. And I, instead of running away from it, I just had to sit and face it. Mm. Sit and be with sit it. Sit and be with it. Sit and not, I'm not the emotion, but allow the emotion to flow through me. So there were moments where I could feel it bubbling up mm -hmm. and then I would sit and just let the tears flow. Mm. Um, it's good when you can do that without resistance. Yes. It's like, me a while. Um, people who are listening to this who can resonate with being a highly sensitive yes. person, like, you don't just deal with your own emotions. You oh, deal you with, you else's. feel everybody else's. Yes. And, you know, it, it's not always a gift <laughs> to feel everybody else's emotions. And it can be incredibly yeah, confusing. Hard. Yes. And I think at heightened times like new moons and full moons, 
Um, and then you combine whatever astrology is going on yeah. at the time and what that is pulling up in the collective consciousness. Yes. Um, you know, you can feel like you need all of your tools to just constantly be yes. surrendering and releasing mm -hmm. to whatever that is without picking up on it and internalizing yeah. it completely. Yeah. Uh, and that can be a little on the exhausting side. <laughs> a little tiring. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's easy to move back and forth between this compassion you feel for the world around you to that turning into compassion fatigue. Yeah. And once you hit that compassion fatigue, really, it, it becomes, I don't know anything yeah, about that. It becomes anger and <laughs> yeah. frustration sure and yeah. all of those lower emotions, yeah, lower, lower vibrations. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So with all of this in mind and, Everybody's been going through this. It's not like no, it's not you and I are the special. only ones. Like if you're a human being right now, I'm with hope. you're feeling something mm -hmm. or you love somebody who is feeling yeah. a lot. And that probably can be just as challenging too. Yeah. Um, so when we but were today's talking, a powerful number day. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and talk oh, about right. how powerful today <laughs> is as a number? Well, it's the 12th month. Mm -hmm. and the 21st day of the year 2021 so if you break down that number those numbers into lower numbers 12 1 plus 2 is 3 21 2 plus 1 is 3 um 2021 mm -hmm. you add all those numbers to 5 mm -hmm. so you get 3 3 3 plus 3 plus 5 is comes up with 11 yeah and it's also very interesting because if you take, that whole thing is composed of ones and twos yes yeah and that number 11 is actually a master number, number yeah in numerology and if your if your life path is a number 11 you probably are deeply connected to spiritual things and today is the day that it's you you probably feel close to the cosmic energy yeah. of healing and rebirth. Because you're in the Romans. I'm a need me to look up what a three means. <laughs> My retention for information is low. Yeah, so it's interesting because today is a combination. Like in, in total, total it's 11. 11 but and, the 12 and 21. And if we took out the year 2000 and mm -hmm. just had a 21, it would be 333. Three. Yeah. Yeah, very Which would be a nine. Yeah. And Either way is fine. Very powerful. So embedded in the 11s are threes. And um, I do know that one is the number that like runs through all things. Mm -hmm. And if you look up Pythagorean. Um, <laughs> Go ahead because I'm not a math person. <laughs> Pythagorean uh, numerology. Number two is the divine feminine. So one, one and one two, two is like. The divine feminine yeah. and the energy that runs through all things and certainly we could use a little more divine feminine, feminine yeah. and a little bit more closer in our yes. walk with the divine so today kind of feels like a bit of a gateway that that is a little more possible and with numbers you and i discussed before um most people will if they're looking at their phones i guess i had said clock before you often may see eleven eleven, yes, or one one one. Mm -hmm. um, 
And if you see it enough over time, if curiosity, if you have a curious mind, you're going to look up what that means. Yeah. Um, we're so blessed too to live in an age where oh like, my god information's right there yes like i know our, Google's a wonderful yeah, thing our phones are such a blessing yeah. and a curse because in literally seconds you what? can look something <laughs> up and be like oh so i always find it so funny when people say what do you, you know you read that on the internet it's a whole fucking encyclopedia <laughs> i know i know uh, yeah google, google is, is not all bad not all bad <laughs> There is more than page one in Google. Yeah, and and having access to so many experts and things like I I am by no means an expert in numerology, not even close or astrology, but I do hold both of those things in high yeah. regard. And when I think about the way that the universe is ordered, I'm a math person. That's my jam. <laughs> um, I love the order of numbers, yeah. and I do think that the world is in a lot of ways a mathematical calculation of things and it's funny i'm more of a social science person um however i see numbers the same way mm. yeah that they're telling they're us something. telling us something so when i was saying about seeing 11 11 in moments where i'm having an off day or whatever or it could be having a good day doesn't matter mm -hmm. i often stop to think what was i thinking right before i saw that number why did I have to see that number at that moment? Mm. Or if I'm in the truck and I'm driving and my speed's often over 100, mm -hmm. um, or I see the time, you know, what song was I listening to? Or who was I talking to right before? Mm -hmm. Or what time did that person call, call. me? Yeah. And yeah. yeah, there is a lot of very, I feel like there's a lot of synchronicities yes, in those kinds yeah. of things. And the more connected we become, yeah the more integrated all yes, of that those sense. numbers yeah, yeah. that show up. And it's like order. Like once we start seeing a lot of numbers, it's like we're ordering chaos. Like we're bringing yes. coherence yes. to things. Okay. And there is a chaos theory yeah, for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And as you bring coherence into anything, it starts to order and the signs that you start to mm -hmm. get look more yeah. ordered. So there is an order to the fact that you're seeing 1111 or uh, one for me is I will wake up and it'll be 1234. That happens to me all the time. Oh, really? And so you get one, two, three, three four. four. Yeah. And if you go back to Pythagoras, one, two, three, four adds up to 10. And 10 is like the perfect, perfect number. number. So yeah. I'm like, oh, well, thank you. It's a binary number. Yeah, it's very interesting that way. Um, so today is a good number. Today is a good, good number. number. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Really, every number 12, 12. has its good. Oh, yeah. As we're recording this, we just looked at the phone and it's 1212. On December 21st. Yes. Oh, my God. Crazy. One, two, one, two. See, I love two, stuff one. like that. It makes me You can't excited. make that shit up. No, right? you can't make it up. Um, so today is the shortest day of the year. Yes, and it is. Longest night. Longest night. And in our kind of pre-talk. <laughs> Take one, two to four. Take one, two to four. <laughs> the question that you asked is why do we need the darkness? And I think that's a perfect question. Mm -hmm. Probably any time in the fall to ask, but there is purpose to darkness. Absolutely is. Yep. So, do you want to? Sure. Yeah, do you want to take I can, a lead on that? I can come at it at a few few stages. Um, 
I typically suffer from seasonal affective. Um, Angela knows that I have PTSD. Mm-hmm. Most, most people who know me know that I have it. Um, and one thing that I have worked through is to face the darkness. So today is a day that's very symbolic. Um, in order to face your darkness, well, how did in order to come more into the light, you do have to face your darkness. Mm. Um, and most people avoid the darkness. And I under, totally understand mm-hmm. why they do that. But today for me is is a really a rebirth day. Mm. Um, faced enough shadows, had enough darkness. And today's just a reminder that lightness does come. Yes. It does. I, I think that Without is, sounding preachy and without no. sounding, but... Um, it does. When you have demons or darkness or mental health issues or whatever the hell, I don't give a shit. Um, there are moments where you have to remember that their light will come again. Mm-hmm. Um, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Yeah. yeah. Um, full moon for both you and I. Yes. Was rough. Very challenging. Very full challenging. moon. Yep. Last week. Um. You know, that might have been one of my most challenging it was for moons me. It was for ever, me too. honestly. Yep. I felt intense physical pressure. Yep. I felt toxic. Mm-hmm. I felt like, and it, I don't particularly feel like I'm a toxic person, but on that day, it was like, it just whatever was being released from the collective yep. consciousness, I needed to do my part. In yes, yep. there was a, purge. a lot of purging. And it came with a lot of frustrating emotions that I didn't even yeah. understand and a need to just constantly surrender those yeah. without losing my shit. And <laughs> a, a lot of grief mm-hmm. unpacked again for me. And I had thought, and grief doesn't always have to be the death of someone, mm-hmm. although yeah, that's typically what we... Well, it is a death. It is a, death. is a death. But, yeah. you know, it can be a, a death of many things. Um, so I had thought that I dealt with most of them. But this full moon, I just... Mm, grief came up for me so many times that... It felt like it was literally like dredging the bottom of yeah. the ocean for the ickiest yes. kinds yep. of feelings that like it could shit. stir up. <laughs> I thought I dealt with that. <laughs> Well, you know, this might be a good time to actually talk about how energy work can be so Mm. powerful, even on the darkest darkest of days. And I've been grateful to have Angela as a friend or in other energy workers in my life because energy can can be sent distance. Yes. Um, So I'm feeling it right now. So Mm. there's moments where you feel like you're alone yes. and if you do know someone or that can do distance energy mm-hmm. reach out yeah because it's there's something calming about it that you don't even realize it and you, you don't have to face everything alone no. and i think yeah. when you are in a very dark place and those low emotions are are close to the surface they t- they like to tell you a lot of lies. They want to give oh you God, that yeah. negative self-talk. They they want to bring up every unworthiness issue you've yep. ever had. Um, the narrative. Yes. And, you know, I have done a lot of healing around those things. And 
I will say I could feel that even though that was a really, really tough full moon, I knew that it would pass. I knew that it would even that. end. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't say this to a lot of people, but as an empath, you can feel when people are hurting. And a lot of times you have to disconnect yourself yeah. from other people just for your own sanity. And that's hard when you, um, when you do that, mm. because one, you're doing it as a survival and yes, it's not something personal. Mm-hmm. It's for me. Yeah, and I, I what I'm kind of moving into with that is I think people worry sometimes that when they talk to me, I'm reading them or <laughs> I'm seeing deep into yep. their soul. And the truth is, no, no. I'm not. No. Like, I am giving you all the privacy. If you want to come yep. see me and talk, then we can, yep. we can work through it. We can move that uh, barrier yep. down, but I keep a very high boundary so I don't yes. become overwhelmed yep. by other people's. Yep stuff yeah. <laughs> or at least i try um a day, a, <laughs> well a day like that full moon could really like Watch chip right away yeah, yeah it can for sure um but what i was going to share is on that full moon i could really understand why some people choose to take their lives mm-hmm. like you know, if, if you feel those things and you don't know how to deal yeah. with them or you don't understand them or they're not even your stuff, yeah, it's, heavy. It, it's heavy, heavy, heavy. And I was grateful that by the time the day ended, it was over yeah. for me. And it's funny that you and I talked a lot during, or text, I guess, a lot during leading up to the full moon. And I remember the day after the full moon sending you a text. I felt the shift. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I think more and more people are feeling the darkness. Mm -hmm. Um, And instead of being afraid of it, I think, I hope that they're reaching out and talking Mm -hmm. about it um, to more and more people. Mm -hmm. Because you do, you, you feel gutted. You can. And that's where I think some energy work can yes. feel so good to restore you yep. because it is, it is a trauma, Absolutely, you know, is. and, and so much of this stuff, like you got to understand it's your stuff, but it is a collective of stuff. And sometimes it's just the yeah. collective of stuff that you're feeling. And, uh, it, and I, and I, I'm a bit of a hermit. I don't go out. Me too. <laughs> um, and it's not that I dislike people. I often can go into places and I'm in a good mood. And by the time I come out, I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. I am in angry mood. But I've had to learn when I'm feeling mentally well, mm-hmm. I can put boundaries up before I go into places and yeah. I don't collect it. But when I'm not as strong as I typically am, mm-hmm. I absorb so much of everyone else's toxic that I can't process it um, off my aura. It's right. Yeah. So I just avoid a lot of places because I know myself if I'm not strong enough before I go to a spot um, and I run into, unfortunately, one or two rude people, I just, I don't enjoy it right now because I'm not strong enough to be around. Mm. a lot of people 
Well, and I don't, I, I think we are in extraordinary mm. times. I actually talked with my friend Jacques about this, how I feel like the last eight years have just been so tight with yes. energy things. Like, and I, I don't remember being in my, like back when I was in my twenties and in my thirties, I didn't, like I was always an empath, but the degree to which we are going through kind of dark night of the, the soul, soul yeah. collectively is extraordinary. And it's just like, if you do follow astrology, it's always at the extreme. <laughs> and, and if it's not at the extreme, it drops down to very, very high. Yeah. <laughs> we have so like short periods of time when things are feeling yep. like they're moving forward and it's they're like in harmony ending together. Cycle. Yeah. And it's just like, the way that these planets are in this cosmic dance right now, they are coming up against each other in yeah. all of these hard angles and conjunctions and squares. Yeah. And, and when you're aware of that, and when you, sorry to interrupt, when no. you're aware of that and you go places and I do try to ground and I do the energy mm -hmm. work and then you see other people where you're like, oh, I wish that they would just... <laughs> grab onto some energy work themselves right because yeah. it, it is hard to explain to other people what we're talking about at times um but well and if you're not a person who feels it like we feel it um like and lucky for you <laughs> you're probably not listening to this <laughs> you're probably not you're probably we not, not your our podcast no we're not your target audience yeah it's fine um but if you are a person who feels things really intensely you do know what we're talking mm -hmm. about you know that that feeling like just going out in the world to get groceries is exhausting because you feel like you got to put your shields yeah. up at all times you're always in self-protection yeah. mode um i will say this fall i well you know i'm into theta yep. healing um and theta healing works with the theta brainwave. And it's basically a gateway into your subconscious mind. And it gives you easier access into what your body believes about things. Mm -hmm. Now, just because your body believes it doesn't mean it's the truth. Right. There's a big difference between a belief and what is actually the truth or what is aligned with creator. And I have found it incredibly empowering to lessen that effect. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's much easier to put in boundaries um, without having to constantly do that over and over again. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean there still aren't days that <laughs> you're like, wow, yeah. I should really just stay home and do <laughs> nothing. nothing today. I often <laughs> joke that I just put myself on timeout. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to go have a nap and not yeah. talk to anybody. Um, you know, a few years ago, I was really into Abraham Hicks, yes. and I still love Abraham yes. Hicks. And if you're listening and you don't know Abraham Hicks, start looking them up on yeah. YouTube. There's a lot of videos on there. And they are all about if things aren't running smoothly, just stop. Mm -hmm. Like, don't force your way through yeah. things. Just and their like number one strategy is go take a nap mm -hmm. because when you nap, you reset and you heal a little bit and then try it again. And if it doesn't come with ease, go take 
another nap. Well, I think that's the same ritual as taking a shower or a bath, yeah. right? It's if you're having, um, when I work with clients, it's one of those reminders when you're having a shower, just mm. a visualization of the water coming over you and letting yes. it go out. Into yeah. The drain. And down back into yeah. the earth. Yeah. Or when you're having a bath, when you get mm. out of the bath, you know, sit there in the water, don't get out. But mm -hmm. when you pull the plug, oh. sit and let the water drain. drain. Oh, I like yeah. that. I've never done one. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I tell people to do that. And then yeah. I'm like, shit, why am I not doing that myself? Mm. Because I'll have a bath and then I get up out, but really take that time and visualize your worries coming mm. off your body mm -hmm. into your, into the water and yeah, down, through down the, the drain. drain. A shower is easier because you can visualize it that way, but a bath is to let it sit in the tub till the water's gone. Yeah, that's a really good idea. And I'm always a big fan of throwing lots of salt into lots your bath. Epsom salts, Epsom salts or Himalayan salts. Yeah. And they, salt is incredibly good for cleaning your aura, yeah. your auric fields, your, just your fields in general. Um, and when you take a bath, Salt is very high vibrational. It sure is. Yeah. Um, it's a good habit right now is to do a digital detox. So when you are doing a bath ritual, you know, light a few candles, but for God's sake, put your phone somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and when I started doing bath rituals, it took me a long time to actually sit mm. because I'm not one to sit. I'm getting better at well, it, and but it's to take the time to relax and I could do breathing mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And when you've been in a lot of trauma or you've picked up on a lot, like I wouldn't say that I'm a person who has a lot of my own personal trauma, although to be a human being on this planet yeah, is to can, have some trauma. Yeah. Like it's, you don't escape. No. <laughs> Everybody gets some of it. Um, I recognize that I carry trauma through my DNA yes. and that gets activated when <laughs> the energies are very mm -hmm. high and active. I carry trauma through, you know, past life history. Yep. I pick it up from other people. And the thing about the subconscious mind, yeah, your environment is your subconscious mind is so interesting because it always wants to keep you what it thinks is safe, but it does that through like some of the funkiest, weirdest yeah. ways and ways in which it thinks it's helping you. It's hindering yeah. you. And all of these things come up, especially at this time of the year, because we're so deep in the darkness. Mm -hmm. And I think today is actually kind of celebratory day because we're it at is. the end of the darkness. Yes. Right. And, and we've been doing the work yep. all fall to to really look at what that is or to sit with it and to change it and what does winter teach us mm. what well, does nature do right? i was going to say yeah, what does and it looks do? all dark and bland but it's rejuvenating it's taking the time to rest yeah so we have spring yeah and then all the colors and buds mm -hmm. and all that animals yeah hibernate you know there is a reason <laughs> why mm -hmm. nature does that humans aren't quite the same but you know, I think we can learn a lot from nature. Yeah, nature resets in the wintertime, yeah. and it resets without doing mm -hmm. a lot. And I do think that darkness is not something to be afraid of. 
And something that's been coming to me all fall is just send things light. Yes. Like, and I, I don't necessarily mean like the sunshine kind of thing, but on an energetic level, anybody can send other people light. I mean, you just have to think about somebody and if you hold them in light or sometimes I think about a lamp over the top of somebody's <laughs> head with idea. its own yep. little switch. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to turn that on. Yeah. And it's like a little gift that you give yep. to people to illuminate their shadows. And like the subconscious mind wants to take your shadows and turn them into deep darkness. Like it's way too scary yeah. to go there. And no doubt, like people have had shitty things happen to them, you know, like there are people who have gone through very mm -hmm. difficult, <laughs> awful yeah. things. Um, but the key is not to stay there. The key is not to stay there. Yeah, the key, you you yes. do have to process it and you do have to face it. Yeah. Well, you don't. I well, guess that's your own, but from a personal standpoint, it's when you face the darkness and you do come through it, mm -hmm. um, it does change you. It does. Because if you don't face it, the darkness will just manifest in other areas of your body. Yes. Right? Yes, I agree. Like Disease will go, mm -hmm. it will turn into a disease somewhere, yes. whether yes. it's mental or physical. Yes. Because if you store that and you hold mm -hmm. on to it, mm -hmm. it does attack your body. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to me, there's so many gifts to energy work. Like, I just love it so much. Yeah, me too. And I, I feel like when we are in our darkness, there's a lot of tools within the energy world. Yes that can help us get through darkness mm -hmm. in a much more gentle yes. way. And there's various modalities to heal. Mm -hmm. And I mean, energy work is just one modality and you can use it with other modalities. You can use mm -hmm. it with massage. You can use it with talk therapy therapy. I just know from my own journey, too much talk therapy, um, actually hindered mm. because it kept bringing up the past. So it kept me stuck. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, and it keeps it, you stuck in the story, which just keeps yes. activating the story. Yes. And I'm not, no, I'm not against it. it. I'm not against no. it. And I'm, and I'm not against any modality. I think mm -hmm. if anyone, I think anyone has the right to choose how they heal. Um, but energy work, if you haven't done it, mm -hmm. you know, it's great to try. But if you do use it as one of your tools, for me, it helps a lot. Mm. Um, because I don't have to keep rehashing mm -hmm. past trauma. Yeah. And, and really all of these things that come up like this crazy, however long we've been in this deep seated astrology that's churning us up, whether it's our stuff or the collective, it's things to heal. Yeah. Um, and as those things come up and we heal them and sometimes they come around and we heal them on a deeper level. We see them with a new perspective or whatever um oh I lost my train of thought there for a second <laughs> I, I don't we were gonna edit that out <laughs> oh, <fuck it. laughs> but like okay so here's where I think where I was going with that doesn't matter as all of these things come up and let's just call them trauma like anything that's comes up that's disruptive to us that breaks well, trauma, our trauma is a spectrum 
I yes. mean, people think yes, that yes. you can have the exact same experience with someone and mm-hmm. they don't find it traumatic. Yeah. Um, but someone else does. So this whole idea that someone's trauma was worse than others, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to get into that debate, but I think people do have, it's a spectrum and you can't negate how someone's trauma is worse than someone else's. Well, and it's how you deal with your trauma yes. too. Like, you know, something could happen. I, I remember as a kid, this man who lived next door to us, he was helping my dad with something and it was like a home renovation repair thing. Anyway, he had a really sharp, um, like an exacto knife mm-hmm. and he dropped it and it stuck in my toe. And I found that highly traumatic and, and, and I disliked dislike that man so much from that point on because he didn't apologize and I'm sure he thought I was this annoying kid who was stuck in the way and I shouldn't have been there anyway he had work to do um yeah he had work to yeah. do but I just say like there are things when we are kids yes there are traumatic significantly serious criminal things that happen yes. to people when they're children but then there's other things that in our childlike mind, we internalize them as though like they were just this awful thing and they become a hang up for yeah. us for literally our whole lives when honestly they were nothing, but yeah. the subconscious mind has made a well, thing of I, I think as a child too, when you have something like that happen to you, well, one, you did get stabbed in the foot, as an adult, you can look back on it, but it was probably an instance where your safety was altered. Yes. Yes. And you didn't exactly. feel safe. And maybe mm-hmm. your dad and the man probably told you. Probably I wasn't supposed to be probably there. I wasn't anyway. supposed to be there. Yeah. But again, I think with trauma as an adult, we can look back and it, and maybe it wasn't a big deal as from an adult mind. Mm-hmm. But when you actually start to do inner child work, mm-hmm. um, it's moments in your life where you were unsafe in your environment. Yes. Yeah, I would say lack of safety, yes. real or imagined. Yes. And then connected to that is our feelings yeah. around worthiness. And those are two major yeah. underlying things because if we weren't feeling safe, real mm-hmm. or imagined, then we question our worthiness as yes. to that's, why were we in yeah. that. And that position. starts that inner dialogue. Yeah. Inner not narrative. Yeah. Yeah. So since it is winter solstice and we are, we have been in all of this darkness and shadow work has been coming up over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I feel like there's a lot of benefits to doing energy work because you can release that without having to re-traumatize yourself. And to me, that is always the goal. Like, yes. Regardless we, of what modality yeah, you use to heal. Yep. Yeah, regardless of the modality, how can we release trauma? And we do know that trauma is stored in our bodies. I mean... And it's not only our trauma. Right. It's trauma of our parents. Yeah. And our grandparents. <laughs> yep. It's in our DNA. Yeah. Um, oftentimes, when you struggle with things and you're not quite sure mm-hmm. why, mm-hmm. Um, I'll just use myself as an example... Oh, my dad was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And when I would go to different modalities to heal because I was super stressed, um, it was always my fucking liver that I had to. Right. Um, whether I went through energy work or mm-hmm. I would go through acupuncture or cupping, it didn't matter. Um, 
it was always rooted back feet mm. I would go for reflexology um and it would always be the same liver point yeah although I didn't drink heavy mm-hmm. I still would carry the DNA in my body mm-hmm. of that um so I'm going but my train of thought went somewhere but you sometimes you don't know why you're experienced in it and mm-hmm. it sometimes has nothing to do with you it's an, it's it's DNA from your parents mm-hmm. and we don't know or what, your grandparents or your, or your grandparents, grandparents right yeah. it's, it's in us yeah. that they hadn't processed mm-hmm. through anger comes off and it's your liver yeah um so if you're going for energy work mm-hmm. and you know that about yourself then your therapist can work through that mm-hmm. with you yeah doing energy work for release and trauma it doesn't have to be you like, don't have to you don't have to spill your whole story. No, no. it doesn't have to be terrifying. It no. doesn't have to be like that everybody sees everything yeah. that you've ever done or you yeah. And as a therapist that does Reiki, mm-hmm. I've had clients where I'll do a scan and I'll immediately know an area is blocked. Mm. I don't mean to sound like a robot. I don't know why it sounded like that. I don't push it because there's a mm-hmm. reason why that area is blocked. Yeah. Um, and I just don't work on that area mm-hmm. until they're ready to release the energy from yeah. there. Yeah. And it's like when you work with a practitioner who understands yeah. these things too, um, it should be, it should be gentle. It's just like, we don't, the opposite of trauma is mm-hmm. gentle. So it's kind of almost like it's not coming, invasive, it's not invasive. Yeah. and it's not to say that there aren't times in energy work where you you feel it. Oh, yeah. but the thing about facing your shadows, and I don't even really like that facing kind of word. It feels oppositional yeah. when it should come out of a place of love to heal yeah. yourself. So, like you say, it doesn't manifest in other parts of right. your body as dear yeah. knows what, right? Um, disease as disease of some <laughs> kind yeah and it will eventually yes, manifest eventually your emotional Her disease stuff, liver disease yes, lung disease it's it, all you know yeah and, and when you look to i know it's kind of a tangent but when you look at where your disease resides in the body it is often a good indicator of what emotional centers yes. that is affecting like if you got heart disease you've got lung disease that is your heart chakra Chakra. and it's a good area to explore and it's great if you can one to have somebody who can be gentle with you as you explore that but also help you release layers of Mm -hmm. trauma just because they're ready to go in the last couple of theta healing courses that i've been doing one of the techniques was just to whatever is ready to already leave to just allow Mm -hmm. it to leave and to send it to creator and replace that with creator's Mm -hmm. love. And it sounds oversimplistic, but it is very, very effective. And you can actually command in Theta in a very, very gentle way. Like, what resides in the physical body? What is in the cellular layers? And even deeper down, right down into your quantum layers. 
what is ready to be released and to go? And as we go through all of these evolutionary shifts with this cosmic dance of planets, it really is getting layers ready to peel off and you can let those go without exploring them even. And go ahead. No, I was just, I was thinking with energy work when you, we brought up the heart um, and sometimes when you have do energy work around the heart, clients after will have pain. You know, mm. you may feel it or it may feel like it's shooting out your back. Mm. Um, I had, um, my spleen chakra. Mm -hmm. I work a lot on. Yeah. It's a small right, mm -hmm. right side of my left side of your heart, but it's not the weird part with energy not the weird part is that you will feel things after a session. Yeah. You can feel things yeah. releasing. Release. Yeah. 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 And, and integrating yes. too. And sometimes like now, one thing I do like about the theta, anything that feels like anything, the body feels like it's releasing or losing that, that can at times have a lonely feeling because you've had yes. your trauma, you know, like it's in, in a very dysfunctional mm -hmm. way, it's been a close yeah. friend and sometimes your identity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it has become part of our identity. Yeah, and we're like, who would we be without yeah. that? And on a conscious level, you don't know. So you want to hold on to it. And, and I do think that is one of the genius things about Theta is as you let that release, you can replace mm -hmm. it with higher emotions mm -hmm. Better. I don't want to say better because they all serve their purpose, but higher vibrational yes. emotions is maybe a way to put it. And they also, Theta can teach us how to live without stuff. Like if you've lived your whole life with pain, your body might not know how to live without pain. And, when you, and you can download yeah. that. Like sometimes the learning to live without certain things as is important as changing the trauma. Yeah. Well, and for it to come out of your body. Mm. It does. Yeah. I think we should practice always releasing things with ease. Yes. And we do tend to have a mentality overall that no pain, no, no gain, gain. Mm -hmm. but that is a very highly limiting belief yeah. that we've taken on as a collective conscience. Yeah. And the more we can change that within ourselves, Everybody who changes that within themselves changes that within the collective yes. consciousness. Like I think there will come a time when we will make our changes with joy and ease and we will be able to learn things the easy well, we way were taught without having to traumatize ourselves <laughs> over it. Well, That's we were, the goal. We were taught to suffer. Yes, we were taught the to suffer. The narrative was to suffer. Mm -hmm. You can't get ahead of life unless you, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And really that is a huge... Well, limiting belief yeah huge huge huge, huge. so big yes. um yeah that that's one that i've actually come around to a few times on releasing that i have to grow through suffering because <laughs> it's a <laughs> shitty it. way to Not grow doing it again Not. <laughs> yeah um but I, I i will say the joy of my life is feeling like energy work can take you to new places in shorter amounts of mm -hmm. time and let you more easily release yeah. things from your body that 
just on your own, you probably, I don't want to say you can't. Maybe a little more difficult. Well, in energy work, you don't have to be face-to-face. It can be done distance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. You can send someone Mm -hmm. energy work at any time. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, these last... Past, present, future. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, that'd be a neat thing to talk about, actually, is timelines. Timelines of where we send it. Yeah. So we can send it back to little Angela that Mm -hmm. got stabbed in her foot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to be mad at your neighbor anymore. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think this has been a pretty good good. conversation. And I always love talking with you, Marianne. (laughs) Me too. It's fun. It is fun. Um, I swear to God, we could probably just do a whole bunch of these. In we one day, could. our minds go from, we were going yeah. to talk about the heart chakra yeah. again, but I and think then it turned I into think this. it's better to be unscripted. Me too. Me too. I've done enough script stuff in my life. I don't want to do anymore. Yeah. Enough lesson plans. <laughs> enough lesson plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't very good at that either. <laughs> well, let's just wish everybody a happy winter just solstice. Just take some time to get out into nature. Mm-hmm. Take a shower, yourself, ground, light some candles, yeah. eat food without hin- yeah. hindering, yeah. non-attachment, Give just joy. Permission, permission to, to eat enjoy something that okay. you might yeah. not ever. Yeah, we have healthy attachment yes. to food too, but that's yeah. another topic. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening and we'll probably time. be back in the new year. Yes. Thank you. See you later. See you later. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Love